a 150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 33. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. So I love doing live podcasting because there's always some kind of technical difficulty. So if you happen to be one of the people who were watching just a little bit ago when I did this same podcast and there was no sound, I apologize. Thanks for trying. But here we go again. Now I can see the little... uh, bar moving for the microphone so i know we have sound the fifth seal is a podcast i've been doing longer than any of the podcasts i do started out about 10 years ago as persecuted church awareness month basically based on a dare somebody in a discussion about persecution didn't think that i could actually go through and find a brand new story of persecution around the world about christians uh, and do it every day for a month So I picked uh, November, 30 days, nice and round. The uh, uh, International Day of Prayer uh, is in that month. So I figured this was a good time to month to make Persecuted Church Awareness Month. And don't know who the official people are for that. So I just, on my own, deemed November Persecuted Church Awareness Month. And began to do podcasting, uh, counting down the top te- top 30 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch list uh, from 30 to number one. Later on, a few, couple years ago, I expanded it to the fifth seal and took it to a year-round thing. So twice a month from January to October, we count down the countries from 50 to 31. And then still in the month of November, count down from 30 to number one, all the countries on the world watch list. This is a countdown, which is why the episode numbers go backwards. Last week was episode number 34. This week is episode 33. Next week will be 32 and so on until we get to one. Take the month of December off and then back at it in January for the World Watch List 2022 period. So all that, a little background for new people in the podcast. Uh, and all that being said, it is Wednesday, October 22nd, or September 22nd. Well, not October yet. September 22nd. And this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution dot o-r-g if i can get the right picture up (laughs) um yeah live podcasting why do i do this stuff live uh because i want to do more live stuff and chin pastor killed by the burmese army after the bombing of home this is from persecution.org on september 18th the burmese army tatmadaw shelled at least 19 homes and a government building in Chin State before shooting dead a Baptist pastor who came out to help put out a a house fire. Tantling Township Township, in the Christian-majority Chin State has been under heavy attack by the top Madal. Thousands of villagers have fled to India's Mizoram amid intense fighting between the local defense forces and the top Madal. Youth pastor Kung Bayak Hamun of Tantling Centennial Baptist Church was reportedly shot dead as he tried to help one of his congregants save their burning home. He left behind his wife and two sons. 
According to UCA News, the Chin Baptist Convention has condemned the attack on civilian houses, the killing of the pastor, and removing his finger to steal a wedding ring by the military, saying such acts were, quote, shocking and horrible, unquote. Quote, the military's attack on church buildings, occupying churches, and destroying church property and bombing civilian homes is an insult to the religion and the believers, unquote, the CBC said in a September 19th statement. On Saturday, United Nations Special Repertoire, Repertoire, a, a Reporter on Myanmar, Myanmar, formerly known as Burma, Tom Andrews published a tweet condemning the Tatmadaw's evil act. He said, quote, The murder of a Baptist minister and bombing of homes in Tantalang, Chin State, are the latest examples of the living hell being delivered daily by junta forces among the people of Myanmar. The world needs to pay closer attention. More importantly, the world needs to act, unquote. So this is, again, it's an example of where Christian persecution, it's not just from other religions like Islam, Buddhism, uh, Hinduism, which it is, and in this area it is, but they're also dealing with persecution from the government, persecution from militant uh, groups that are in that area that are trying to, you know, whether they're rebellions, uprisals, Whatever's going on, Christians often find themselves in the center of it, and because the preaching of the gospel and so on are often very highly persecuted because of these things. So keep our brothers and sisters in Myanmar in your prayer and the family of Pastor Hmun, uh, and that God would comfort them and uh, just continue to um, strengthen the faith of those believers there in that area in the face of persecution and that brings us to our world watch list country for today which is number 33 tajikistan some uh basic facts about tajikistan the persecution score is 66 the region is central asia the persecution type is dictatorial paranoia dictatorial paranoia uh, the main religion is islam the persecution level is very high the population there is 9,475,000, of which 66,300 are Christians. So slightly under 10% is the, uh, the Christian population. Uh, the government is a presidential republic, and the leader is President Imomali Rahman. So what does persecution look like for Christians in Tajikistan? What is life like for Christians? In Tajikistan, the government puts heavy pressure on all deviating religious groups by tightening and strictly enforcing law, existing laws. All religious activities must be approved by the government, and it is common for churches, particularly Protestant, to be raided by authorities. Church leaders and Christians can be detained if they are found to have any Christian material that aren't government approved. The country has, also has a law specifically targeting religious work among young people, leaving Christians unsure of what they are legally allowed to say to young Christians. From time to time, police officers disrupt meetings and interrogate attendees. Local authorities often impose, sign, impose fines on Christians because of their faith and for legal reasons, such as gathering without a permit, possessing and printing religious material without a permit, or perceived proselytization. Persecution from the state includes searches, detention, interrogation, confiscation, fines, and imprisonment, all meant to pressure Christians and keep them in line.
The government of Tajikistan, a former Soviet republic, is primarily concerned with power and holding on to control, but the surrounding society is heavily Islamic. The Tajik ethnic identity is directly tied to Islam. That is why Christians who have converted from Islam bear the brunt of persecution at the hands of both the state and from family, friends, and community. Russian Orthodox Christians and churches experience the fewest problems from the government because they do not usually attempt to make contact with or evangelize the Tajik population. Uh, what has changed in Tajikistan? Although Tajikistan fell two rankings from last year's World Watch list, persecution and pressure actually rose slightly. Violence is still very low, but pressure from every sphere of life increased just a bit. Being a Christian in Tajikistan continues to be difficult and dangerous, particularly for churches trying to show the gospel and make disciples. Who is the most vulnerable to persecution? Tajikistan's Christians who have converted from Islam are most at risk. They are doubly targeted by both the government and their communities and families. Additionally, Christians living outside Tajikistan's major cities are more prone to experiencing greater pressure than followers of Jesus in urban settings. Prayer points for Tajikistan. Pray for pastors and church leaders in Tajikistan, especially those who are monitored and detained by the government. Pray they will be safe and not be unjustly targeted and that their family and that God will sustain their faith and the faith of their families. Pray for converts to Christianity from Islam who live in areas of Tajikistan where conversion means severe pressure from family and communities. Pray they would sense they have a community that transcends location and situation and that they would know they are not alone. Pray for the government of Tajikistan that their hearts would be softened towards Christians and all other religious minorities and that they would allow all religious expression to flourish. Pray for the truth and hope of Jesus to break through the opposition in Tajikistan. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this time we have to come together to raise our voices um, in support of and to bring awareness to our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in you. Lord, we thank you for the the media platform that we do have at this point. Uh, we pray that you would continue to, to help us to keep uh, this, this platform um, where we can come together across vast distances and even across the span of time as most as many people will watch this video later and um, or listen and still continue to join their voices with us uh, to um, bring awareness to our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in you Lord uh, father we lift up uh, pastor Mun's family and the church there in, in Myanmar, Lord, in Chin State, we pray that you would protect the people, that you would strengthen the faith of his, his wife and his child, Lord, that you would sustain them, that you would uh, bring them comfort and peace in the face of the loss of their loved one and the loss of, of a pastor in this church, Lord. We pray that you would... Um, just continue to, to use these uh, situations of persecution to draw others to yourself, Lord, that you would even draw those who have persecuted this man to yourself, Father, and, um, and uh, protect them in this area. Lord, we lift up our brothers and sisters in uh, Tajikistan. We pray for the church leaders and those, uh, especially those who are monitored by the government. Father, we pray that you would Again, strengthen their faith, strengthen their resolve, and give them the boldness to proclaim the, the gospel um, in face of the persecution that they, they endure. Uh, 
and that also God that you would um, protect them and their families that you would uh, strengthen their faith and uh, and use them again God to draw others to repentance we pray for those who have converted from Islam uh, where they endure the pressure from family and community Lord, again, we pray that you would open the hearts of those people to hear the gospel, to repent and to turn to you, and that you would use these people to be bold in proclaiming the gospel, to call people to repent, um, even in the face of, of the persecution that they endure. And Father, also we pray for the government. We pray that you would turn the hearts of the kings, Lord, to the people, that you would uh, change and soften the hearts of the legislators and the, the president there, that they would uh, open up. Um, for religious expression, especially Christian uh, expression, Lord, that that uh, evangelism would be allowed and that the gospel could be preached and that many other people could hear the gospel, be called to repentance and, and be drawn by you to yourself, Lord, that they would be saved and have uh, uh, abiding faith in Christ, Lord. We thank you again for all this, this time that we have and um, the gospel that you've given us, Lord, um, that we know that this isn't about having our best life now, but it is about the forgiveness of sins through the sacrifice of Christ on the cross. And again, God, we thank you for this. And it is for your name and in your name and for your glory that we pray, Jesus. Amen. Uh, again, thank you guys for uh, sticking around with me, for taking the time out to uh, just hear a little bit about our brothers and sisters who are being persecuted because of their faith in Christ, for being willing to pray. If you know anyone else who's willing to pray, have them come to the Facebook page, The Fifth Seal. They can join there where videos are uploaded, where uh, information is uploaded, or come to the Evangelical Norm channel on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button, grab the notifications. They can get all the, the content that I release here, all the different podcasts that I do, but ultimately to join uh, their voice with the rest of us as we pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. <laughs>